Welcome Motherhood Mess Unfiltered Lovelies. We are so excited to be joining with you this month. Myself, Janine and Secura are all here to talk to you about something called mind traffic. And so this might be a new concept to you. It might be new language or you might be familiar with it. And so we, the three of us were introduced to this by a gentleman, a leader, somebody who has coached us um, by the name of Tyler Frick. And he actually wrote an entire book on this, which we can link below in the show notes. And so mind traffic is really that the concept that encapsulates the thoughts that come through our mind. And so often I feel like we we struggle sometimes or we partner with the belief that we don't have control over how we handle the things that come through our mind. And so mind traffic, we're each going to share with you a little bit about our experience with that, what it's done for us, and in our own words, what it means to us. And so we are so grateful for Tyler Frick giving God his yes, writing this book. He is an author of many books. He is an, a teacher. He is an apostle. Um, he leads incredible, incredible worship. And so feel free to look him up. Um, we have been immensely blessed by what he does in his professional life with Mr. Ministry and just how he shows up and gives God the glory. And so with that, um, I'm going to just open up a little bit further about mind traffic and then give you some of my personal experience. And after that, I will hand it over to Janine. So mind traffic, like I talked about real briefly in the introduction here, is this overarching idea of our thoughts. Um, where do they come from? What are we able to do with them? And those thoughts that we bring on and we accept as, as reality, as truth, how those come deeper into our belief system. And then we begin to behave and act out according to those belief systems. So you can see it's absolutely powerful. And as a mom, oh my goodness, if we can walk this thing out, which it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when, because we can, God has equipped us. So when we walk this out in a biblical, godly way, there is massive amount of freedom that happens in that. And so I can tell you for myself personally, uh, I was aware of the mind traffic. I didn't have language to articulate what it was. And so when you read in the book, in the very beginning of the book, Tyler gives this excellent example of traffic of road traffic, street traffic, and stop signs, and the lights, and fast traffic, and controlled traffic, and accidents, and all the things. And so I encourage you to go get that book. But for those of you that haven't read it or don't have plans to go do that, um, let's just dive a little bit deeper into this. So when you have a thought that comes into your mind, and I'm going to just give you very high level on this, but when you have a thought that comes into your mind, the Bible tells us to take every thought captive. Not the ones that are easy, not the ones that we feel like we have energy for that day, but every thought captive. Now that's every by nature. That is an absolute, meaning all, meaning there are no exceptions to the rule. God tells us to take every thought captive. And so, Mama, I just want to encourage you in this, that if you have struggled with this in the past, we get to be encouraged that we have opportunity to shift our language, to shift our language from, well, this is just how it's always been. This is just how it always has to be, to we can break this stuff off in the name of Jesus. We can realize and acknowledge what is from God and receive that and what is not of God and reject that. 
Because mama, you only want to fill your heart up with the things of the Lord. Amen. Because that's going to overflow onto your children, your family, the nations, all the places that you impact. And for me personally, um, mind traffic is exactly that. It is the traffic that is going through my mind. It is the thoughts that are going through my mind. And I became extremely activated when uh, really fired up when Tyler was talking about this, because for me, it really gave language to the things I was experiencing. It really gave me an awareness of, is this coming from God? And if it's not, how do I reject it? So that's the first step is to identify and discern, is this coming from God? Yes. Okay. Then we get to partner with that and process it. Is it not coming from God? Okay. Then we reject it, but you get to go even deeper and we'll unpack that throughout this month, or maybe Janine or Sakira will do that um, here today a little bit, but you get to identify from anything that is not of God. Where is it coming from? This is where fallen angels, familiar spirits, all this sort of stuff comes into play. And that might be new language for you. And so I just want to encourage you to listen, take what is yours, release what is not yours in this season, um, but be open to hearing what God wants to do for you in this season of life for you. And when I really uh, took on mind traffic and these thoughts it was incredible, absolutely incredible. You can probably hear it in my voice and um, what it did for my alignment with God's kingdom. And to summarize this before I hand it over to Janine, the biggest thing that happened for me and that I noticed is I felt more confident. And so I was more apt to follow through on doing the things that God called me to do because I knew with absolute assurance, you know what, this is from God or this is not. And then furthermore, the things that were already in my heart, you know, those things that you you partner with, you accept as, as truth or reality. And then as you know better, you get to do better, right? Those those things that you, you become sensitive to that I'm no longer okay with this. Um, if it's a movie choice, if it's a certain social environment, if it's exposing your kids to something, um, I realize, oh my goodness, I don't have to just sit with this because I made that choice once upon a time. But there's freedom in this and God still loves me just as much as he ever has before. And this is a process where I can release those old belief systems and I can fill it with things of God so that I am a, a light bearer, an image bearer of his. And when I go out and do that, it overflows onto my kids. And that mama is how we shift the next generation. But it starts with our mind traffic. So get super excited. I want you to be encouraged. I want you to be activated. As you tune in this month to the upcoming podcast, I want you to just sit in this place. And as you're doing it, I want you to explore those questions for yourself. As you're unpacking this, what does mind traffic mean to me? What is God speaking to my heart right now? And furthermore, what could it look like if I was walking in that alignment with the Father? And that question, what could it look like, is all about vision. And you know that our, our unfiltered mama on here, Janine, a fellow co-host, she is a huge visionary. And so without further ado, I pray that this blesses you. And I'm going to hand it over to you, Janine. Awesome. Thank you, Corey. Thank you so much. I love, I love your language. I love the way you say it. Um, I'm going to go just a little bit deeper into the topic, mind traffic. It is exactly for me, just like it sounds. If you imagine being in rush hour and you're sitting in traffic 
and you don't have any air conditioning rolling and it's hot outside and the people behind you are blowing the horn. The people in front of you are looking back and probably flipping the bird because they're tired of sitting in traffic and the people next to you are playing music really loudly or the people to the other side of you and then there's a storm rolling in and then there's all kinds of things that are happening in your atmosphere. What is happening? What is going on in that very moment? There is a huge influx and outflux of a consistent flow of some type of physical and spiritual information. And you are taking in, not just in your mind, but also through your being, thoughts, reasonings, desires, utterances. I can't wait to get home. I can't wait to get out this traffic. Why do we say that? It is because we are uncomfortable with the influx or the outflux of that flow. That flow reminds me of a scripture that the Lord has given us the power of a sound mind. And what a sound mind is, is a mind that has been restored to its, um, its former being when in the garden of Eden with the Lord. It is our personal responsibility to do these things. What happens when we take certain thoughts in? If you think of the, of the human as a triunion, mind, body, spirit, or I should say mind, soul, spirit, right? We receive from heaven our revelation through our spiritual being. We, we receive through the earth and the things around us through our human side, our body side, our physical side. And in the middle is this soulish person where we hear and feel and experience all of these things, right? And so when we begin to experience these things, this inner person, this soulish person is trying to decide what to receive as truth, what to release as untrue, what do we hold, what do we release, what do we take in, what do we spit out, you know, and what happens is there is this struggle between the body, the human side, and the spiritual side, which side we allow to carry more weight, which side we allow to listen to, which side do we reason with, which side do we desire with and do all the things that we want with. And as mothers, we don't just do that with ourselves, we do that with a whole nother being or two or three or four, however many children we have, husbands, family members, right? And so th there is this amazing opportunity to reroute how we think. The Bible says, as a man thinks, so he is. It is very important to monitor and to take every thought captive and put it under the subjection of the blood of Jesus Christ because not everything we take in is good for us. Working in healthcare for all the years I've been working in healthcare, what I have found out is disease is 90% stress and 10% physical things because when they come in, they, they come in with a symptom. And the more you allow them to explain to you what's happening in their personal life, you find out, oh, you're not diseased, you're stressed, you're overworked, you are doing too many things, you're taking in too many things, you are not releasing things that you no longer, no longer need. Have you ever heard the saying, it runs in my family? Or that's just the way it is? What happens is a person becomes so stressed, they no longer deal with the influx and they just allow it to remain. Instead of taking that thought captive, casting that thing out if it shouldn't be there because a lot of times we think it's ourselves we are thinking of these 
things that should or should not be. And what it is, is that we have an influx of spiritual influence. We having a influx of human influence of 30,000 opinions. And let me tell you, if you've ever been on TikTok, there's more opinions on TikTok than there is candy at the candy store. Everybody's got an opinion. And a lot of times, you know, when I'm explaining to others to how to deal with the opinions of the world is they just like toilet water, flush it. If the Lord didn't give it to you, if the Lord isn't thinking a thought towards you, which you know the nature of your father, love, peace, kindness, gentleness, self-governance, these things that are in the Bible in 1 Corinthians 13. If you know these things, then you know the nature of your father and you know what is of him and what is not. And so we become, as mothers, we become discerners of the world. And we have to discern what is of God and what is not of God. And we raise the generations that come behind us by being able to understand the thought process that a human goes through. And that part is the one where we have a duty to teach the ones who come up behind us how to hear from God, how to know when there is a spirit of error, how to know when fear is speaking, because sometimes we do things according to how we feel. And we say and act according to how we feel. Any crime in this country is usually committed in the passion realm. Where I got so upset, I did. I got so overwhelmed, I did. I got, and what is this overwhelm? It is an overwhelm of thoughts. It is an overwhelm of desires. It is an overwhelm of something that should have been put under the subjection of Jesus Christ and cast out as a thought of error or these types of things. And so... When we talk about mind tra traffic, and we'll get more into that over the month, we'll really be diving into the understanding of your human side, your soulish nature, and your spiritual side. Because the Bible says, what well, we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but we wrestle against the things that are in the spirit realm, the things that are in the influx that is the consistent flow of a spiritual or soulish or physical information. So with that being said, that is all I have for you for now. And I'm going to turn it over to Sakira Baez, who is a beast in this topic. So I hand it to you, Sakira. So I'm so glad to be here today with Corey and Coach Janine and um, hearing Corey's activation in uh, Janine's vision um, and bringing that together. And I'm here to bring my, my piece of the pie, if you will, as a warfare strategist and, um, and just kind of speak to you on what the Lord showed me about mind traffic right from the get-go. Um, just, just so you know, like I wasn't always in my heart to, to be talking to people like this or to even be in front of people <laughs> like on videos and things like that. So here and now, this is a result of me getting a hold of the mind traffic. And so what the Lord showed me is that, um, that there were certain jackets. Um, and so I'm a very visual person. And so what he showed me is there were certain jackets that I accepted from the enemy of my soul, which would be Satan, the fallen angels, the demons that try to intrude on my life. And so I'd received these jackets and partnered with the enemy in certain areas of my life, in my mind. 
And, and so if the enemy came along and said, hey, you're unworthy because you did this, this and this. It's like I took that that jacket that he offered me or that coat. And, you know, and and in the kingdom and in the spirit, like the weather is just fine. Right. <laughs> the weather is just fine. And so it's like the enemy comes along with this big, heavy coat and he goes here. Put this jacket of unworthiness on because you did this. So you deserve to wear this coat. And so I would take it and I would put it on. And then he would say, oh, by the way, uh, you did this. And so you deserve this jacket of shame. And so I would say, yeah, you're right. I did do that. And so I put on this jacket of shame. And so one after another, I, I was walking around like an Eskimo um, or if you've seen those little kids, if you remember the Christmas story when the little kid got dressed up for Christmas and he had all the, ja the like the jacket on and he was puffed up like the state puff marshmallow man. And so you're walking around with all these coats and, you know, when it's 100 degrees outside, it's hot. <laughs> but see, the Lord showed me through my traffic that I didn't have to wear all those coats. And so. As, as things started to come into my mind, I realized that those thoughts were not always my own. And so I could decide whether I wanted to keep that jacket on or not. And so for with so with me, I had a, di a, a medical diagnosis of having bipolar and anxiety and depression and you know, all these jackets. OK, <laughs> PTSD. And so. It didn't happen overnight. It happened through a lot of tears and a lot of processing and, and even asking the Lord, you know, why did you make me crazy? And it was interesting because as I shifted the way I heard things and what I received, I was able to hear the Lord more clearly on, on what he was actually saying and his heart towards me. And I remember asking him that question, God, why did you make me crazy? Because that was a label that had been put on me and that I had carried and that I had partnered with and said, yep, that's who I am. I am crazy. And so when I received that, I asked him, I said, why did you make me crazy? He goes, well, I, in fact, I did make you a little on the crazy side because I needed someone crazy to do the things that I've asked you to do. I needed someone crazy who would love the people that I need you to love. And, and I needed someone crazy to go into the enemy's camp and take back what he has stolen from others. And I need someone a little crazy to reach some of the people I'm asking you to reach. And so once I received that understanding, then I and, and was like, that's who I am. See, I'm not crazy to, to my detriment. I, I'm, I'm a good kind of crazy, Jesus, <laughs> is what it came down to. And I stopped label, allowing myself to be labeled in a negative way and partnering with the enemy in a negative way. And so as, as I began to take those jackets off, and then also asking for the lens of the Lord, the word of the Lord on some of the things. And he showed me that, in fact, I've always been who I was created to be. I just worked for the wrong kingdom. And so I received some of those jackets like depression. Well, it wasn't my jacket to put on and stay depressed. It was God. God wanted to give me authority in that area, but he needed me to overcome it first. And so once I understood why some of those things had been allowed in my arena based on choices either I made or the people or adults, quote unquote, in my life had made for me as a child, 
then I realized that I could overcome. Why can I can overcome? How can I overcome? By testifying and by the blood of the lamb. And so it was through that, that as I began to testify and say, this is the label that was put on me, but that's not who I am. And I began to repent, renounce, and break agreement with those things I had come into agreement, then I had, then I was legally removing the authority of the enemy to speak those things into my life. And as I did those things, I, and I partnered more and more with the Lord, it was like, uh, it, it, the, the thing that comes to mind is like a football player who's running towards the goal line with the football and he's ducking and dodging and twisting and turning. Through the, through the players of the opposite team, right? Because he's headed towards the goal line. Well, that's how that mind traffic looks for me even to this day is when the enemy comes at me with a thought and it doesn't align with the word, I go, oh, yeah, that's not mine. That's not for me. That's not for my heavenly father. So that's a lie. <laughs> and, and it falls dead at my feet. That word curse has no... It has no power over my present, over my future, and I will not partner with it, right? And then I get to speak the truth. The truth of the word of God is this, this, and this, right? But if I don't know any of that, then I might just partner with it. So it's made a huge difference in my life as to what I accept and how I align myself. Um, and so the, the three things that I want you to remember that it did for me, that it can do for you, is it puts your discernment on fleek. You know what I mean? It up-levels it to a whole new understanding, right? The second thing that it did is that I have a choice as to what flows in and out of my head. The Bible says, resist the devil and he will flee. The third thing is that I have authority. The enemy cannot just come along and just bombard me with thoughts I actually have authority where I can go, hush, <laughs> you need to shut it. <laughs> you need to quiet down. And I, and I can distance myself, even if I have chaos and confusion all around me, I can distance myself in the moment and go, hey, I just need Jesus now here in this moment and, and, and get some quiet, right? So that I can get some understanding and get, get some revelation and, and traffic it like a traffic cop, you know what I mean? Oh, this thought can come, that one can't type of thing. So that that's what I want to leave with you today is those are the things and how my traffic has affected me and how it's affected my alignment. I want each of you to answer this one question and leave us a comment maybe on this podcast and if nothing else, maybe journal about it as what does mind traffic mean to you? How could your life be different if you saw yourself as a traffic cop, you know, as to what you allow into your head, where it's coming from, where is it, where is it going? What's it leading to? That, that type of question. I also want to encourage you to connect with us on Facebook and our, in our community at the Motherhood Mess Unfiltered. We would love to have you in that community. We would love to have you connect um, and just let us know if there's something, you know, reach out. Closed mouths don't get fed. So we love you. We're praying for you. We pray that each and every day you're looking for an opportunity, not only to be a faithful servant of the Lord, but to continue to advance the kingdom of God. Thank you.